Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now, introducing your host for the show. Okay, so wow, this is the part of the show where we give you guys our feedback, our takeaways from the show. So... Miso, do you want me to start or should I start? No, please go ahead. Please go ahead because my head can't get around to my own takeaways. There's so many. First big, big takeaway was um, how Wandile is in real estate, but he has built a business within real estate that requires him to be a business person working with CSI departments, working with NPOs, and then himself in the middle. But it is so innovative in that he's not going to the CSI people. He's partnering with the people that needed most, right? Yeah. So, and also just how he works with people. He needs land. The people that have the land, he goes and he's like, let's make this a win-win. For five yeah. years, I lease the land. And then after that, every 18 months, you start to own one of, one the, of the units. It's mind-blowing. Blowing. It's yeah. just the way he has structured his business model is so unique. But it's also so much about how does it provide a win-win for everybody, everybody, even for the corporates. CSI needs projects to invest in. NPOs yeah. need money and they have certain things that they want to build and get done. So everybody here is winning. So winning. that for me is the incredible, is the takeaway, is that you can build a business that truly gives back to society yeah. and is yeah. not business is not just this thing where it's like there are winners and losers it's losers when yeah. win and we can do this even in property investing and we can actually do that and make other people like the um, old um guy in uh soweto in, right in, soweto. in orlando yeah. Upra steve now we know his name he can now um <laughs> He can now be in another eight years or even nine years, leave something mm -hmm. for his kids. His kids that is generating Three income. Three units Absolutely. that are generating yeah. income every Imagine month. Oprah Steve is a retiree who has been taught by a, by a 20-something old how to build a legacy. Oh. So that for me, that's such a good takeaway and the way he has positioned it. But here's the thing. Think about the business that Wandile, I love the way he understands his business. He understands that he is repurposing, he is mm. recycling, he mm. is solving the issue of um, transporting empty containers back to the harbor or back mm. to a port to go and pick up some more materials. He is converting it into livable spaces or accommodation mm. projects or schooling projects. For me, that is when you have understood the impact that your business is going to make. He is mm. constantly going to have satisfaction in every... Yes. He makes. Imagine if he were to build a fast model hospital. Mm. It could be up in less than three weeks and we yes. carry on and we carry on to the next province. So for me, he has understood impactful 
businesses and that's the businesses of the future mm. isn't it we really yes. need to be building things like that are like the recycle impact the environment differently repurpose give yes. affordable housing a chance and then make a profit yes oh i love that mizo you yeah, just no. you just put it yeah. um and uh business school they called it the triple bottom line it is the triple so, Right. So he's really, really mastered the triple bottom Gosh. line. This is incredible. It and is. then my other takeaway is just apart from the speed of building. Yeah. Wandele just said it can cost anywhere from ninety-five thousand to a hundred thousand for a fully kitted one bedroom bachelor flat yeah. with a bachelor flat with like Bathrooms. a little kitchenette and a bathroom. Yeah. That is just mind blowing. It is. So, Mizo and I were just talking guys before we did the um, takeaways that wouldn't it be really cool if you had a yard and then like every few months or every time you get a little bit of money you just add another unit, you add another unit. So, and why is that even possible? Because shipping containers are seen as movable structures so they not yeah. even you don't have to go through the rigmarole of of municipalities, municipalities and everything this is such it's a no brainer so for me that was also the aha thing it's like it is this is an affordable way for someone say in the village or someone in the location who has land but has no clue how to get started to just get started and create a monthly income with just one little container yeah, to start off absolutely. with absolutely that is incredible you know what i liked the most about the container model as well is that most of the work is done at the factory mm. so all the insulating all the repurposing to cut out the, the the windows and cut out the doors and do the fittings and whatever is done mm -hmm. at the factory that means you've got this movable structure that comes to your house it's almost fully fully built right and nice, all you need eh? is the plumber to connect you to the main of the municipality and you can actually go off the grid if you like because you can put solar panels i've seen clinics that are yes. made in those containers so for me yes. i felt like that's a revolutionary thing to do right you when can you have on solar panels you can oh you can. this is genius this is too genius, right? So I liked that. And there are all sorts of materials that you can use. You can make it however fancy you like. Mm -hmm. And there are things called uh, EPS. It's an insulation material. I mean, there's just yeah. so much learning in this particular podcast. We really, really loved it. Yeah. What's your number okay, two? So three. Number three. Yeah, my third takeaway is the team right i'm thinking some of us is like it's <laughs> like oh my god to get started with development and everything i need this incredible team i need a huge team on site yeah. and i need to know people they go they find the plumbers for you they find yeah. whatever the basics are but then like you said everything is coming already made boom a month later, you've got a structure. And unlike every other structure, this structure is heat resistant. It is cyclone resistant, hurricane resistant. 
it's basically built to withstand everything. Everything. So it's just, yeah. again, like I see no reason. Like I feel like really shipping containers, the more that I think about it, I know now you're going to get even more like, wow, can you stop? Let <laughs> <laughs> me so guys. But like really shipping containers are for me. Like I can see it. Like, I mean, like the team issue is eliminated. Time is eliminated. I can just rock up in South Africa and be like, okay, I've got two months. We've got the land. Let's make this happen. Let's make this happen. Yeah. Wow. You guys don't know. My phone is full of pictures and all <laughs> sorts of YouTube videos that Vangile follows. So she's been on the container trip since 2019. <laughs> so it is. Uh... What just happened? I just muted myself. Lautwahal. Um, my third takeaway is, um, oh, you know, when you know what you don't know, mm. how easier it is to learn. Yes. He says, I wish I had had a mentor. I mm. wish I had some training in business. Yes. And I wish I knew something about accounting and financing. Mm. And what, what he doesn't realize is the very fact that he knows the stuff that he needs to learn about yes. his business makes it so attractive because you know how to, how to deal with a business like that. And he's learning mm. as he goes, but he Yes. He didn't let that stop him from starting the business. Yes. Isn't that yes. courageous? It's beyond courage. That is. that is for me exactly if mm. I had known what I do not know and just go for it all the same. He said he even set up emails to become the, <laughs> the admin, the marketing and the CEO of the company. That's genius, right? Yeah. So for me, I I believe what one day they were saying was start it anyway what yes. do you know you are an architect you know how to do structures mm. you know that the container will withstand mm. certain conditions he already knew his subject that yes. is the only important yes. thing he didn't need to be an accountant and he probably will exactly. never exactly exactly love that oh i love that so love wow this was really good Let's move on to the next segment. Let's do that. Hi, Wandile. Welcome to the show. Hi, morning. How are you? <laughs> we good. We good. We good. Go, Ven. Okay. I thought that you wanted to say hi to Wandile as well. Oh, oh, sorry. Hi, Wandile. Thank you again for saying yes and for answering my um, uh, direct message so early in the morning on the day that I found yes. you on Facebook. Yeah, that was yes, incredible. No it's, my, it's my pleasure, man. Yeah. yeah, so Wandile, guys, today's a kind of interesting show because... You guys heard me talk about shelter mode and shipping containers and my obsession with shipping container homes in one many of our times. episodes. <laughs> many times. I'm tired. So you many <laughs> times, but for our listeners, not that much. <laughs> so you, listeners, our beautiful property magicians listeners, you are still new to this, right? Like you're new to my love of this. So well, Wandile is going to make you guys fall in love with shipping containers 
the same way that I fell in love with them. So welcome, Wandile. Please tell us about yourself and your background and how you got into shipping containers. Okay. No, thank you for that. Um, you know, I grew up uh, in Soweto uh, from uh, actually a, a two-bedroom house with a family of eight members. And, um, you know, while growing up, uh, actually drawing has always been a talent of mine you know, okay. drawing people and stuff like that. So from a young age, I discovered that. And as time went on, I decided in school or in matric, actually, that I would really like to pursue uh, design, mm -hmm. you know, and that's when I fell in love with architecture. You know, so from a young age, I, I, I actually loved designing buildings and stuff like that. And as a so for me, it was easier to channel my energy and myself in that direction because, you know, by talent, I've got the, I, I've got the skill. It was just a yeah. matter of me just enhancing it, you know. So I studied drafting, uh, architectural drafting. Then years okay. later, after a couple of years, um, I got my qualification in a multidisciplinary drafting meant mean that I would, design, I would do designs but only for the architectural space, okay. but for me for mechanical, um, uh, civil, electrical, plumbing, you know. But out of all that, I wanted to venture into one specific field, which is which was architecture. You know, did that for a couple of years, registered with the council, which made me a professional architect in my field. And after some time, for me, it was a matter of, you know, I felt that the market other architectural industry was a bit saturated and we all kind of actually we all did the same thing designing buildings the, the, the only skill okay. set or the difference would be mm. like what's your signature that you had and honestly for me i'm the type of person who wants to stand out i'm the type of person who wants to want it to be different okay. so six seven years ago uh... that's when i started looking for solutions and actually building and that's when i i, I came across containers Oh, okay. Yeah. And wow. I didn't look back. So I started doing the designs, architectural designs since seven years ago. That's all that okay. I did, one way, nonstop. Mm -hmm. And I kind of created my name in that space as the container architect. Um, then a couple of years later, I was like, since I'm designing this thing, I've got the knowledge, why not start my own conversions business? Okay. And that's, wow. where, that's where the whole thing began. And... Oh, I didn't look okay. back there after. Wow. So, Wandile, that's, that's so interesting. Let me just ask for, for interest sake. Remember, you know, me at medical school, they didn't teach you these things. <laughs> so, when you do architecture, are you taught architecture in different materials? Do you come knowing already with, uh, with your qualification that you can use your skill with different uh, with different materials? What I mean is, uh, you will take thatch and do something with it, planks and and wood. You will do something with it. Does it? Does, is that how you are taught? No, that's such a great uh, question, Mizra. We were not taught that actually. Is it? Wow. No, so, yeah, in regards to alternative material. We were yeah, taught, yeah. you know, the brick and mortar, the concrete, <laughs> steel, oh, wood, okay. you know, yeah. like steel columns, steel beams. So that's what mm. we were taught. So yeah. now, the other, the, the, in regards to other alternatives, it was all self-taught. I had to wow, research on everything. See. I had to look for the material, what type of material that can be used. 
Yeah. So mm. in that space, it was all self-taught. Okay. Oh, wow. Awesome. Wow. So yeah. um, it's very, very fascinating to me because I'm interested in shipping containers, right? So just to piggyback off of Mizo's previous question, why choose shipping containers? Why not wood? Why not <laughs> other things, you know? Because um, yeah. I know for most people, I remember when shipping containers first came in, um, when shipping con containers started being a thing in South Africa, some of my friends were like, but does this not remind us of where we come from, corrugated um, cool, iron? Cool. Why? Why? Yeah. Um, cool, cool. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Did you not have those hang-ups? Because I remember having those conversations with friends, really and truly. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Um, the, 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 the same conversations are, are the same questions that you, you just posed now. <laughs> I'm still still being asked, you know, okay. those, those same questions. So, to be honest, the reason why wow. I I actually loved the idea of containers. Firstly, whenever like uh, for whenever I venture into business, uh, not only do I look at the profit mm. the profitability of the, the 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 business, but also the impact that it it would have. You know, so for me, mm. what I've noticed throughout my research, right, is shipping containers mainly are used for imports and exporting goods. That that's, yeah. that's their purpose. Mm. You yeah. Know? And with that research, mm. I actually discovered that once a container has reached its lifespan, it will. Yeah. Uh, in most cases, it will sit at a at a depot. Where it was just so do do yeah it would yes. be stored at the depot for years. Um, oh, I see. For, for for a long period, and for me, I kind of for, for for me is that I saw an opportunity on how to actually re to recycle these things. Recycle. Mm. It, yeah. So for me, it was a matter of recycling these things, and that's where the whole thing started. And the okay. one thing that really uh, took it a step further was. When a shipping container is being manufactured, right? Yeah. Mm. Even the, the the type of steel that's been used, it's 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 different because, oh. as I said, that when containers are shipped from one from one country to the other on a ship, you know that type of that container must be able to withstand different types of climates, from uh -huh. from cold to yes. heat. Mm. Uh, to water, to, to water, you know, mm. like salt water. It mustn't be salt water. Mm. Exactly. Mm. And the and the other thing is that the containers are engineered in such a way that you can be able to stack them six, seven stories high with wow. an engineer on site. So for me, it was like, okay, this is a best solution, and it actually cuts down on a lot of work. You know, for, yes. for me, to, to be honest, I'm a very, you know, I, I don't like to tell people this, but I'm a very lazy person. I prefer to work smart. <laughs> welcome to this room. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. We are many. You know, you know, I don't work hard. I work smart. So for me, I always Thank find you. the easiest solution. Oh my gosh, one deal. <laughs> they, can make, they can make my job easier. <laughs> And for me, this made so this, this is exactly what drew me to shipping containers, right? It's that it weight. Sense. 
You can build an entire three-story house in a matter of like a month or two. I'm yeah. like, yes. this works with my lazy personality and my inability <laughs> to just like sit through years of things. You've met your counterpart here. I really have, <laughs> eh? And to be honest, even in the architectural space, you know when you design yeah. a house, you design a yeah. house with corners and funny shapes. Mm. And to me, I was like, containers are like Lego. You just stack yeah. them on top of each other. Ah, one deal. You know, so I drama line and circles. Vanille, you understand me so well. You understand why containers, why I'm obsessed with them. Mizo doesn't quite understand. I'm like, it's cool. Can you not see how fast this is happening? This is your podcast. Take it away. So, Wendile, while you are on there, let's just talk about the engineering. This is so, so interesting. Mm. But my house now, right? My house was built on a piece of land that was a refill. And mm. they had to remove all the earth to get to ground earth. And then they had oh. to lay a foundation with all sorts of steel reinforcements and end. Yeah. What difference does it make when you are going to build my 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 house in a container in terms of foundation? Does it require mm. all of that? How do how do you deal with it in terms of engineering? Um, to be honest, it will all depend on the type of soil you have on site. Oh, I see. You know, they, 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 there are some areas where the soil is soft, it's yeah. hard. You know, right, so yeah. it, so it, it all depends because, um, so whenever you um, how can I can how can I put it, you know, if you wanna do one shipping container, right, and you have a flat surface, right, you can place it there, no problems, no foundation needed. But now once you, yeah, so once you start stacking them, yeah, you, you're adding more weight to it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so a foundation okay. would be necessary, but now once it, once we've done the foundation, we're gonna start going up. Then yeah. you could. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So does it matter? Is there some places where like the soil is too soft or too hard or too rocky to put shipping containers on, or um, do you guys no. work around that? We work yeah. around that. So 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 what we do in most cases instead of doing a whole entire slab. Yeah. We yeah. do concrete columns, like concrete plants. Oh, the, the ones that you use for, yeah, the ones that you yes. use when you are doing yes. a double story. Yes, because the columns are the, in a container, the weight uh, yeah. is actually at the corners. Okay. Not the whole, uh, so what we do, we, we, we only just do the, the, the columns. Oh. So just to raise it off the ground, depending if the ground, if the ground is level, we would yeah. do the plants, even if it is level, sometimes just to be secure, just to be safe going up. Yeah. We, we, we do put down uh, columns. But oh. in most cases, we've had done a project, we would stack containers on top of each other and we didn't do a foundation. As long as the site was paved, because you know, when you pave, of course, you compact the ground and do all that. Of course. Just, yeah, so yeah. we just stack the containers right there and there. So and am I hearing you? So am I hearing you say, in some instances, de depending on what sort of ground it is, I could be saving mm -hmm. costs for a foundation because a foundation yeah. can easily cost you 300,000 for, for a house. 
Wow, I wow. Yeah, it contains yeah. the, the children's. Yeah, the children's. Yeah. Okay. It wow. All, it all depends on the type of design that you're working on. Okay. So one delay, as I say, like I'm, I consider myself a sort of like. Um, what do you call it? Someone who follows shipping containers. Now I even have like, I follow a lot of shipping container homes on Instagram. I'm a little obsessed. So maybe like a stalker of shipping containers is the right way to describe me yeah. <laughs> of container homes. Um, what about container homes that you, can you buy, especially in South Africa? I see in Asia, you can go on Alibaba. There's a website called Alibaba and you can order a shipping container home, like that they ship it from wherever and then it kind of like, they kind of unroll it. It's like it comes stuck and then you come and then yes. you unfold it like Legos. Is that a thing uh, that people can look into in South Africa? And how do you even get there? Like how do those yeah. work? So we do have uh, a similar product like that. Uh, we actually call it flat pack. Because it actually comes, yeah, so it actually comes uh, unassembled. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what you do is that you build it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so you call it yes. flat packs. Um, so you would, in other instances, find structures using flat packs. But I think mm -hmm. for us as in South Africa, it's more on the cost because all those, uh, the, the flat packs, they all mm -hmm. are manufactured in China. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. So, okay. so the costs, yeah. So, the, so if you had to buy one, you'd have to buy it from China. You wouldn't be able okay. to buy it from here in South Africa. So with containers, And then you have the import more, duties. Yes. Yeah, so with Because that's what I've been looking easier. at. Yeah. Mm. Okay. okay. So, Andile, just give us a bit. We, we didn't tell everyone that your company is Smart Living Properties. Just give us a snippet of what makes Smart Living Properties so special. What, what, what are your services that make you stand out to most, mm -hmm. most companies that exist that are property companies? Yeah. So, so, so what we are actually, we are a fully black owned uh, property development company that we, okay. we that wow. we use uh, attentive building uh, methods as, okay. our, as one of our construction method. Um, okay. So we repurpose, recycle shipping containers into okay. not only just the, not only the housing sector, but yeah. um, <clears throat> um, offices, schools, uh, ablutions. So oh, nice. uh, yeah, so not only that, not only just the container conversions, but we also do the architectural services as well. Okay. And we offer uh, project management in turn and turnkey solutions. Oh, turnkey. Uh, mm -hmm. structures, yeah. Oh, awesome. Mm. So yeah. how do you guys work with investors? So why would an investor choose a I mean, I just talked about the speed at which shipping containers can be built, but why would an investor choose you guys over traditional um, brick and housing, mortar. brick and mortar? Mm. What are the benefits of that? Mm, love that question, you know, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think for us, uh, in regards to the housing, it's mm. a matter of people with interests. You never know, person mm. says, I like the, the container structure. Okay. Yes. So, so, but our business model, it's actually slightly a bit different. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So our targets are mainly our corporates. So uh-huh. what we yeah, so what we do is that we have programs that we are running. Okay. Where, yeah, so I'll, I'll make a good example. We, as a business, we are very passionate when it comes to the education space. Okay. okay. No. So what we do is that we would uh, approach government and speak to corporates as part of the CSI. To, oh, to okay. Do, to donate uh, ablution facilities for kids in schools. We yeah, yeah. To build yeah. classrooms. Uh, yeah. To build classrooms, to build libraries. And for yeah, us, okay. uh, we offer our, our first model, which is the containers. It's oh, much yes. more quick and it's much ah. more easier. Uh, yes. Okay. So that's uh, what we do. So right. in the education space, we would do that. In offices, we will also do the same. Because one thing you've noticed with a lot of corporates, they do have the funds. The one thing they don't have is time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And this was the best solution for them. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, if we had to awesome. to build a brick and mortar structure. Yeah, you'd had to go through uh, a lot of channels. You'd have to yeah. get a project manager. You'd have to get a, you know, you'd have to get a professional team, and that's just yes. to get the design and everything sorted out. On yeah. top of that, you still need to go and submit plans to the municipality, which yeah. then can take you around about four or five months, depending on how complex the project is. You know? wow. So one thing you noted that corporates don't have that time. If they need an office, they need urgently because for them time is money. Wow. Absolutely. So they come in, you know. So wow. yeah. and yeah, with with the with the housing part or the accommodation part, yeah, that one it kind of it it it, it, it kind of unfolded uh, when I we accident. did one of our projects, which <laughs> created so much. <laughs> it was by accident actually the way Arab people like what we did and like i would like a container home and yeah initially when we started the business we were only just focusing on corporates but when the whole so when on social media i don't know you start getting a lot of um feedback inquiries like, okay let's see inquiries private clients that actually uh would like to actually get themselves into a container uh space or something so there so that's all by yeah. accident, but it it, oh. it it actually it actually worked out uh, way better than what we would have thought. Okay. Okay. Wow. So, Let me just ask something on time. Let's just repeat that question. We've got tech issues. So one delay in terms of brick and mortar. The same three bachelor flats that you have in Orlando East that you've erected, do they take the same amount of time yes. as a brick and mortar, or what are you saving? What is it? Is there any savings there in terms of time, mm. in terms of material? What, what, why, why, why is it an advantage to have a container um, set yeah. of set of flats? Mm. Um, and it's a, I would say time. Is the biggest one time okay and yeah. costs so in regards mm, to cost, is it? it it's actually cheaper uh than yes. a brick and mortar i wouldn't say like a lot cheaper than what people are assuming yeah. it, but it is mm-hmm. cheaper 
So yeah. in regards to terms, so yeah, so in most cases, what happens is, you know, in in, in a normal brick and mortar, uh, brick and mortar construction, you yeah. have the whole team on site. You need to do a site clearance, you know, and have the yes. and all the, you know, yeah. So we've all you've all seen that. So yeah, with the shipping containers, most of yes. the construction is actually done at the factory. Yes. So okay. yeah. So meaning that the cutting, the installation is done off site. No time yes. yeah. we come to site. It's only when we deliver and 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 do the finishes. As yes. long okay. as the site, it's flat. You mm. know, it's the way we can put it has access. It can be yeah. done. If it's not level, we will need to do concrete plates. Okay, that's yes. all that needs to be done. But depending on what it is. But now, if you want to have a, a structure where it has a, um, a kitchen unit, it has a bluishing facilities. You know, yeah. Of course, the services need to be on site. Where yes. Yeah. So usually our model is when we get a project like that, uh, what yeah. we do is that we would uh, we would employ. So we we wouldn't do the actual slab or the actual concrete plates. We, would, yes. we wouldn't do the the, the 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 electrical connection. Get the point and the plumbing connection. So what we do is we would uh, get a local plumber. Okay. We get a local electrician and we will get yeah. a local builder. Yes. Okay. We'll give them the designs of uh, the, the the layout of the yes. how big or how far apart the plants must be, how big they should be. They would construct their own site. We'll get the plumber to start running the the pipes so that it can be ready for joining, as well as electrical to mm-hmm. do all the the, the servitudes uh, and have a point. So what we do once we deliver, it's just a matter of connecting those points together. Ah, and how long does that usually take? Let's talk about, let's say, the three apartments that uh, Mizo mentioned in Orlando East. How long did it take for you guys to construct those? Um, so initially, it was supposed to take us, take us a month, but due to the lockdown restriction, uh, restrictions, it took us two months. But in a normal... For three apartments. How yes. many bedrooms? For three apartments. Uh, uh, it's actually three... Units, three bachelor units. And yeah. it took two months. Yeah, so what we did in wow. that particular project in Orlando was we had two 12-meter containers, the long ones, yes. and we divided them into three. Yes. Uh, which each one had its own kitchenette and its own in-suit. Yeah. 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 They are wow. amazing. That is powerful. I was that too afraid to stop incredible. there and go and speak to the landlord, but I'm going to uh, I'm going to stop there and, and I'll take pictures for you, Van. It's right up the alley from my house. It is amazing. And those are the apartments that Wandile actually posted on the morning that I spoke to him mm-hmm. on on Facebook. So I yeah. instantly messaged him and it turns out he, he is from my township. So that was so oh, incredible. Wow. We are very that proud of your business, um, Wandile. And mm. it is it is such an opportunity. In Orlando East particularly, it is one of the first townships of Soweto and it is full of shacks and it always had (laughs) multi-lens that were built in shack form. So these are high-end looking apartments and that house is on a corner so very easy to to see from the street. I'm I'm, I'm just amazed at your work. So Wandile, did you know that you didn't expect that property investors are going to 
are going to ask you to do this, did you? Or was it was it really purely accident? And is this your first project in terms of accommodation and residential um, residential project? Yes. So that particular project in Orlando was our first project. So I don't know okay. if I can uh, just give you a bit of history on how we got about to this project. No. Yes. Yeah, please. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. So. As it, uh, I started the company back in 2018. All right. You know, so as I said, for me, I was I was the I had the the the, the architecture knowledge, I did the designs, mm. and initially, how this thing came about was we wanted to build the first one of a kind con- uh, shipping container apartments in Soweto. Oh okay. wow! Yeah. Yes. Ah, okay. So. So we did. Um, I did the, the the designs, the business plan, mm-hmm, the proposals, mm-hmm. the financial projections, ROIs for the wow. investors, and stuff like that. So right. once that was so once that was done, um, I started knocking on doors. Okay. So mm-hmm. I started yeah. So I started going to uh, financial institutes, uh, government mm-hmm. ones, um, yes. to actually propose the model. Okay. And you know. I'll be I'll be as honest as I can. Yeah, so all of, all all of them turned me down. Yeah, yeah. I'm all really not that down. shocked because no. yeah. government <laughs> and innovation. Hmm, mm. Let's not say too much. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So so they all turned me down. You yeah. know, one of the reasons I understood, but the other one I didn't understand. One of the questions or or, or one of the things which I be uh, that I was being asked a lot was oh, as wow. soon as I show them whenever I spoke about containers the first question they asked me is are you building a shack and I'm like exactly no. see, <laughs> see say it Zulu yeah, say it in Zulu and you know I would get so criticized. Some of oh, them gosh. were like, some of them were like, but this looks like a glorified mkuku. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. a, and a lot of these institutes, they liked what they saw. You know, after yeah. I explained it to them and I showed them the designs, like, okay, I didn't know that containers can be like this. Because yeah. a container, in most cases in Soweto, yeah. it's actually a tuck shop. It tucks off. Yes. So, when, yes. so, so whenever you see a container, they're thinking, ah, I was a singing puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. Oh my gosh. Know, so, so, yeah. so after I showed them designs, like, okay, I like what I see. But for them, it was hard for them to actually invest mm. in because they mm. didn't really see the vision. Yeah. Or that people would live in it, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Because that's what I remember having those conversations. um, The the second one was when I started the business, I didn't have a financial track record. So one of the things for them was they couldn't reinvest because they felt that it was too early for them to invest mm. in that, you know. So, so what I did was that particular project, I decided to put it uh, on hold 
and I started breaking it down. So what I told myself was, uh, this is the level I want to get to, the apartments, the buildings. But for me to get to a level, let me not just shoot right to the top, let me start at the bottom. So I took that model and I broke it down into different stages. Okay. And that's when I came up with a smaller version of, oh. of what initially I wanted to do. So that's, so that's the Orlando project. So that whole project, I had to finance myself. Oh, so wow. By getting projects, I got projects. Um, so with the profits that I used to get, I would probably take like 80% of the profits just for me yeah. just to get by and 80% of the profits I would save. So oh. I would save all, so I would save. So, you know, as I said, this was back in 2018. Yes. I, would, I would save, yes, I would save the whole of 2018, I'll save the whole of 2019, building a, building, uh, a financial track uh, record. So once I had the money and I had cash, that's when I started the model. And I started ah, that's when you built, so you funded the container homes yourself. Yes. So the, the, that's the, the, the Orlando, yeah, so the, the, the one in Orlando, it's actually a prototype. Yeah. Firstly, yeah, so, 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 so firstly, as I said, there's a lot of stigma about the yes. containers. For a lot of people in townships, it's, it's taboo. You know, yes. that's it. Uh, they see it as a shack. So yes. for me, it was like, let me see if I can break that stigma. Oh. Hence why I decided, let me take it to the township. And the best township was to take it to the first township in Soweto, yeah. which was Orlando. Because yes. Orlando was the first township and the containers yeah. are the first container units Homes. in the yeah. home. Oh, wow. A lot, a lot of thinking was done. A lot of thinking um, went into this. Yeah. And, and you know, with the other so, so for us, building that one, that's when uh, it, a, a, a lot of things started to unfold there and there. Um, Absolutely. I said, Orlando, it, it, it has a lot of shacks. You find one dwelling, it has like six, seven shacks in there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So in most cases, once uh, once one shack catches fire, you know ooh. all of them would catch fire. So for yeah. us was yeah. to say, why not come up with a model? Yeah. Uh, that can actually uh, assist in a way that instead of because yeah. now if one person lives in the shack, you know, mm. uh, they'll have to share uh, a toilet outside. Yeah. Yes. Journey. There's a lot yeah. of yes. uh, illegal electrical connections. So for us, yes. we, we wanted to actually break that. So we wanted to break that. Yeah. Wow. So that's where yeah. we did the whole model. So and and for us to and for us to actually do that model was, I actually went to uh, the, 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 the that particular house. I went yeah. to the owner and I'm like, listen, I've got a prototype. I've got a solution. This is mm. as a business. This is what this is what I would like to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. Can, can I lease a piece of land in your yard where I can actually do this? The owner agreed. Absolutely. Signed, yeah. So we signed a five year lease. This is amazing. On the yeah. So we signed yeah, so we signed a five year lease on the property. I'm paying rent to the to the owner of the property. To the owner. Yeah. Yeah. And we as the company will be getting tenants to stay in there. And how yeah. our model is and the nice thing about the shipping containers was once the five-year lease is over and a tenant is happy, it's like, okay, I'm happy. And I don't think I want to go on any further from this point. Yeah. You can actually mm. move them 
to another space where a person can generate money. No way. This is yes, crazy you can remove now. shipping container. This is why yes. shipping container homes so are you so can awesome. Move it. It's yeah. why they appeal to me in Sri Lanka oh because my gosh, like, I can start on a smaller piece of land and then yeah. as yeah. I grow, I can move my containers to the next piece of land. Same everything and I just plunk there just different location. That is yes. amazing. Yeah. Wendile, now let me ask an important thing about zoning. So are you saying... Um, you didn't need to go through that whole council. Oh my God, rezoning. How many people mm. are going to be there? So those are just room one, room two, room three, just like you would have a two room and garage that doesn't require rezoning. Yes, no, it doesn't. Because remember oh, that, uh, yeah, because uh, when we move into someone's property, already that property yeah. is zoned as residential. Of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we were just, you're so we were building just a multi it's, but yeah. you've done it's like, a it's like building yeah. a yeah, it's like building a, a, a back room. Yeah, and I'm a back room don't need they just need a plan. They don't need to be rezoned into it. It's a multi-led, guys. Is anyone it is. But this the... is revolutionary. So the government okay. doesn't consider the multi-led that is made of shipping containers a multi-led. Only the yeah. bricks and mortar multi-led yes. applies. So and, now Here's the beauty of it. Yes. You know, so here's the beauty of it. So uh, with containers, yeah. they are movable structures. Yeah. So the local yes. council, they consider them as a temporary structure. <gasps> yes, that's exactly why <laughs> Mangala got me into shipping containers. Because in Sri Lanka, there's a little law around uh, you can't have fixed structures um, 80 meters uh, from uh, from the ocean you can only start building at at a certain point so yeah. if you want to work around that that's how we came up with shipping containers because first I was like okay cool what are we going to do around this and then Mangala who's my Sri Lankan mom went and she was like shipping containers this is how we're going to work around this because it's a temporary structure but the other thing that I also want us to talk about, even though they temporary, and I don't want to forget this, is that a lot of them are resistant. They can be built in such a way that they resist a lot of like weather patterns yeah. um, and that you can also insulate. Because I think the other thing when, when I was looking at this was umkuku, you know, still the mindset. I had to work through it myself. And then it's, <laughs> you're like, it's going to be so hot or it's going to be so cold. Can you also yeah. talk to us about the resistance around In, that? Like and how insulation. You work around that? Mm. Yeah. Yes, so most definitely uh, the container needs to be insulated. Okay. So there, there are different types of insulations. There are oh, different okay. thicknesses yeah. of insulation. So the insulation actually helps control the climate or the heat. Okay. So when it's hot outside, you know, it still um, yeah. absorbs heat. Yeah. When it's hot outside, it on cuckoo. You know, when you when, when it's hot outside, it's also hot. Yeah. So actually yes. insulated actually helps to, to actually reduce the heat. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So are you saying then, um, let's talk about that. So are there different grades of materials at mm. different price points for for a person's insulation is that is that the case or is it one standard that's a brilliant thing? question well um there are different types of insulations 
the one thing oh. that's uh, a big factor is the R value, uh, the fire rating. That? The so fire rating. The fire rating. Ah. So if uh, it catches fire, so yeah. okay. EPS is one of the 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 the, the, the good the, the a good insulator where okay. it can it, it, it cannot catch fire. What? Okay. It, it okay. Can't. You can burn it. It'll burn for a few seconds and it'll be flames out. Ah. Wow. Is this the actual shipping container? Are we talking about the no, inside? No, the insulation. No. So the insulating that's the, that's material. That's the insulation you put inside. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, you know, even uh, in the, the project we did in Orlando with the three rooms. Yeah. If yeah. one room catches fire or something happens, uh, the person for, uh, who left the stove open and starts uh, having uh, catching flames. Yeah. The other two rooms will not catch fire, and even yeah. the flames, yeah, they will actually yeah. they will actually die out quick because of the insulation that we put in there. So you put in the insulation, the whole entire walls as well as the ceiling. Understood. Wow, this is man. insane. Like this is, I feel like what you are proposing is an answer to to the to our housing situation in informal settlements in South it Africa. It is. It is. Yes. Wow, this is, is. this is amazing. Mm. Yeah. So, 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 um, yeah. So the, the whole idea with us building the prototype was to actually mm. assist in low cost housing. Exactly. Because exactly. in most cases in low cost housing, there's always a backlog of people yes. looking for RTPs. Always. And they, yes. and they can't do it. And sometimes the government, they cannot service the whole, like literally every single person. So it's not sometimes. Yeah, all the time. You find out there's always a backlog of this. Yes, we have, we have a 26 year. We have a 26 year backlog in terms of affordable yeah. housing. The RTP homes are causing such a hoo ha because each government that comes in promises the people, and we are going to buy, build five million homes by the mm. end of my term, and it never happens. And we yes. hear it at every state of the nation. And this is not a criticism; it's just a fact of life yeah. that we have, men. One day, sure. this is revolutionary. So you are saying yeah. the insulation materials, they are graded and they have got that R factor, whatever it is. Yes. That's how you know whether <laughs> a material is not going to be. I've always wondered why people would build wooden homes on stilts. What protects them? And what, what about lightning? What about mm. if it catches fire from the outside? What about if it catches fire from the inside? Mm. Oh, my goodness. This is And also, yeah. what about cyclones? I don't know how true yeah. this is, but from what I've understood about uh, shipping containers, they also protect against flooding, uh, cyclones, yeah. all sorts of yeah. crazy weather yes. patterns that they can withstand that. Is that true? Yeah. Yes, so you know, to be honest, a container as a the, the design and the engineering that went behind the container, it's, yeah, it, it's it's out of this world, yeah. Wow. It, it, it was built to withstand every worst case scenario, so because. why not use that to advantage it to an advantage, use it to build structures that are habitable for people, you know. So, Gosh, if there's an earthquake, so, so if there's an earthquake. Most cases, yeah. buildings would fall. Yes. How would a container fall? It's a structure that's fixed. Yes, oh. yes. That's also why why I came into containers. So, 
Though all that we're discussing is like things that I've had to sit in and have conversations around. Like about. If mm. we are building in a country that is known for tsunamis, mm. Sri Lanka, right? Not known mm. for, but like it has had a tsunami and it has had such situations. It's an island, right? Yeah. And it's an island in Asia. So there's some things that um, happen in this island that would not be happening in South Africa. So it's like, how do you build for tsunamis? How do you build for monsoons, right? Yeah. Because I live in lots a country with lots of rain, with monsoons, and then heat. Sri Lanka is hot, guys. Hot, hot, hot. Like, that is the standard year-round. There is no day where you're like, ooh, it's so cold and chilly today. No <laughs> such, right? Like, it is hot year-round. Um, mm. So it's like, so this is some of the stuff that have come out. Like, these are some of the conversations that have come out, which it just, it's so interesting because it's just hearing this about shipping containers. You think that governments would get on board with this. So you easily. Know? So anyway, how is it, how easy is it then to access containers? Because maybe mm. we are talking so easily. Orlando East is inland, yeah. it's in Johannesburg, it is mm. furthest from any port. Yeah. How easy is it to source a container? Because maybe that's what that's what the, the other cost factor comes in. It compensates for yeah. no mm. for no foundation. I I don't know. I'm just guessing. Yeah. How does that work, Wandile? So, um, in regards to, to containers, mm. they actually there are a lot of depots. Oh, no, 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 oh no. yes. Wow. Yeah. So, yes. I'll make a good example. Mm. If there's a, there's a retail store in South Africa that sells clothing and they mm. buy the clothing from China. Yeah. How yeah. the goods come, they come, yes, in a shipping container. They'll yeah. Be at the harbor in Durban yeah. or Cape Town, depending on yeah. the yes. uh, port, then yeah. they will be on a truck. Okay. Oh. Of course. Okay. We have a depot here in Joburg because once, uh, so, so the, 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 the company here in Johannesburg, they just need the goods inside. So they're going to have to be transported with those containers. And once the container is here in Joburg, the same company wouldn't want to spend money to take the container back. An empty container bag. What uh -huh. happens? They keep the container here. So hence why we find depots with a lot of containers. Because for content to move from here to Durban or from here to another area, it needs to, it, it, it'll be pointless to take a container with no goods because it's a waste. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. And so the shipping containers are just sitting there. Yeah. Yes. I the only see. time they can go back, it can't go back. It needs to go back with goods. So if there's another company in Durban that needs goods here in, uh, that are manufactured in Joburg, yeah. well, what's the easiest way to do? Get put it in a container, take it to Durban. Once it gets to Durban, it sits there until, oh. the, until its next trip. Okay. Wow. So, awesome. Wandile, I'm just so fascinated. Walk me through this. Pretend I'm an investor because I'm sure now everybody's like, sign me up, please. Like, I want to do this. What do I do? So, I come to your company, walk me through the process of getting and I come and I say I want what you've just built in Orlando this three bed uh, this um three unit multi-let bachelor flats let's make it a four units right 
and I want that for myself. Um, or maybe I even have space at back room somewhere in the township. Walk yeah. me through the process. What are we going to do together to make that happen? And what is the timeline that I'm looking at? What do you need from me in terms of documentation, etc.? Yeah. Um, okay. So the first thing that we, you know, you would give the first thing we do that we you would give me a brief in exactly mm-hmm. what you're looking to do. As you said that, listen, I'm yeah. looking for to build uh, four flatlets uh, using yeah. shipping containers. What we do is that we will start off by doing the design. Mm. Once the design is done, uh, okay. of course you approve it. So the one thing um, that's a bit of a challenge in South Africa. Uh, at yeah. this current moment yeah. is the containers can be financed by banks. So meaning mm. that the person who oh would want to build a container house, mm. they would probably do, they will need to have the funds available for it because mm. the banks I don't see. finance it as yet. So okay. at the current moment, I've mm. been having a few discussions with banks to find a solution in how... Yeah we can actually get people to uh, to, to yeah. sort of be able to finance this because a, a, a bank can bond out a container. Ah, uh, that makes sense. So, because a, a container, container is also not, uh, it's not like a solid structure. If let's yes. say I owe money, yeah. I'm just thinking maybe people kind of sometimes think like me, like if I owe money on the structure, I will just move my structure to another location. <laughs> yes, you know, <laughs> so banks, so you, you can't ask for a bond on a shipping container. I see. So I've been speaking to a couple of banks where they actually have uh, a, a division where they deal with uh, innovative solutions. Yeah. So that's where shipping containers possibly maybe be housed. Yes, maybe. Yeah. But okay. you know, so for 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 so if one has the funding to say, listen, I like your solution. I do have capital to actually mm. build this. So the first thing that we do is that we would do a site inspection. Okay. To see, uh, so of course we will need to measure. You know, mm-hmm. as I said, a 12-meter container, you know, it's 12 meters long. So the site needs to be big enough to actually get the container in. So if, mm-hmm. the, if the site is a bit smaller, maybe we'll come up with a solution to say, let's probably use a 6-meter container and mm-hmm. see on how we play around. So. So firstly, it's a site inspection mm-hmm. to do yeah. the measurements, to check where okay. the services are, where we could connect yes. the electrical, where we would connect the, 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 the water. Yeah. Right? yeah. And to actually check if the ground, is it level? If it's mm-hmm. level, great. It makes our job easier. If it's okay. not level, uh, what, uh, so what we do is, we would, we would actually uh, speak to the local builder. We would okay. speak to the local uh, plumber. We would speak to the local electrician to say, okay. there's a project of some sort that we'll be doing here. We will yeah. need you to quote us to do the concrete plants or the, the okay. slab. Okay. Give us a quote. But in our solution, in our, in, our, in our quote, we would actually have those services uh, built into included, our, included okay, in, our, wow. in our overall cost. So we'll be the ones paying the locals, not the, okay. not the owner of the property. 
That is amazing. So you right. don't actually have to have your own team because this is the thing with property investing. You need your own team. But what you're suggesting yes. is we will go source the team, get it and pay them and manage payments. Yes. So, so, so wow. for us as well, it's, it's actually a job creation. Mm. You know, so we, 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 for, as part of our mandate is we, we, would like, we would like to create opportunities as well as, as jobs. You know, so so when we so when we go to a local builder who will be doing the slab yes. for us, one of yes. our requirements is on site. Please have one or two unskilled guys. Oh wow! So that, that they train beautiful. them on how to do, uh, so that they can be able to on how to mix. So for it, it, it's more on a skills transfer. That is amazing. Also the electrician, also the plumber. If you yes. want to, how many guys are going to have on site? I'm like, oh, I'll have four guys on site. I'm like, out of the four guys, please have three skilled and have one unskilled. Okay. So you do a skills transfer. Oh my gosh. How, that so is that's incredible. How, yeah. So that's how we operate. <gasps> so while, so while that has, while that has been done um, on site, the container has been manufactured at the factory. So everything is running concurrently. Oh, that is amazing. It's yes. amazing. So, like, a person is looking at about um, a month to two months to have their property done up and running. Yes. That is incredible. <laughs> so, incredible. what if someone says, um, Wandile, I don't have the full amount of money that you require. Do you guys have a payment plan in place? Do you have any other payment options that they can then utilize to say maybe I I can maybe plan for this in six months time let me put money down six months or for six months from yeah. now and then when I'm done paying I can you guys can get started yeah. is that a, know, uh, yeah. a possibility yeah you know to like be honest, I'm, very, I'm very glad you asked me that question I'm very yeah. passionate about the answer I'm about to give you <laughs> take a breath take a breath let's hear it you know, you know i you love know. it you can always rely yeah. on me to ask the money question you know probably you'll be gasping after giving this answer so yes. so what we do we've had situations where someone will be like listen i love your model i love this idea mm. i would really like to have it in my yard so mm. you know instead of saying to them so, so as I said, for, uh, the containers, they don't have like a financing plan. So we also don't. So what we do is that yeah. we've had, we, we have investors who can inject yes. money for us. So what we do is a person who, uh, I'll make a good example with the project of Orlando, uh, yes. where we put those units, the, uh, the, the, the man that stays there, he doesn't work. He's an old man. He's you know, an so, old man. Mm, yeah. I yeah. saw him. So, yeah. So, oh, wow. so, so, so for us, you know, just by us having the units in his yard, he's making money. So, yes. in, so in that particular uh, situation or that particular model is we come and we put the containers in their yard, we build them, then we lease, we lease it for five years. After yes. five years, you will make your rental income for that period. Once yes. the period is over and the, te- and the owner decides, no, listen, I like the units here. There's no need for you to take it out of my yard. Right. Yes. So what we do is we have, uh, we, so from there after we stop paying you rent, okay. you own one unit. Oh, wow. So we give you, so we give you one unit. Wow. Right. 
one, so meaning that uh, once we give you one unit, you become uh, a co-owner of that mm. particular unit in your yard, right? So yes. after, yeah, so for, so you would own it for for 18, uh, not 18 months, sorry. You would own it for like uh, 12 to 18 months. Right? Yes. Okay. The next period, you own another one. The next period, you own another one. So by the time wow. the, so by the time it's over, you'll be owning all three or all four. Then we would move out. Then you own those units; they're all yours. The only thing that what? we do is we would only take we will or you would only pay us maintenance. So it is any maintenance that needs to be done. Only we yeah. as a business can do it. But okay. after, so after five years, you become a co-owner, and for every eighteen months, you own one unit, you own another unit. By the time you own the third one, you will be owning all of them. Guys, like I, I don't even know what to say at this point. I'm this telling is, you, that's it. That's it, Wandile. I, I knew. Amazing. That's why I found you at dawn on that day. <laughs> <laughs> I see wow. what you mean. And that's what we were talking about. There's a model that we heard of some time ago with, with Vangile last year. And we're and very I upset. Yes. So about upset. How yeah. we know we know the situation. We know yeah. our our LSM that we are catering yes. to, but we want to, we want to almost take the money. So what's yes. going on here is your business is making an impact. Mm. You are making a profit. You are making a mm. name for smart living, but yes. as well, you are empowering the next guy. And mm. this old man where you put this prototype, for instance, oh. I mean, I'm sure he hasn't worked for years. I saw your video with him on, on, on Facebook. Wow. And, having him have an opportunity to have a tenant pay him mm. 2800 or whatever. I don't know what the rental is. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time he's earning something that's consistent for a decent living, living yes. with dignity. And then there is a young graduate who is in, in, in Orlando, close to the Riavaya bus, close to yes. amenities. I mean, yeah. it is incredible. We are close it's to win this win. It is such a win. And I this think for that reason, smart living has to be alive for a next for the next hundred years. So it has day. to be. So Wandile, what I'm hearing you is I'm just thinking, you know, in villages, um, yeah. if there's yeah. people with land in villages and, you know, Mizo and I talk a lot about this and I'm very passionate because I'm from the village, right? So <laughs> in villages where people, where we've got your nurses, you've got your doctors, they're looking for housing. If someone has land that they're not utilizing, would you guys be willing to partner with them to then create something for the nurses, the doctors, the teachers that have yeah. come? Because like in my village, you've got, we've got people that come from Nigeria to come teach, to come yeah. work as doctors yeah. and nurses, but they don't have housing. And then obviously they rent from everyone else in the village. But I'm just thinking if that was an option, would that would you employ the same kind of model for a village mom or grandpa that has yes. the land? That's exactly what we do. So hence I say it's that so beautiful. You know, I, 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 I like to use the word smart. Hence I call the company smart living. Okay. And then we find a smarter solution. That's it. Uh, I'm a very lazy person, so I always find the easiest way to do things. And <laughs> then I think about this model, it can be duplicated anyway. It's just Anywhere. that uh, think, yeah, the current model is started off in, in Orlando, but our main goal 
is to duplicate the same model throughout townships townships in south africa, in south africa. and wandile let me warn you where, uh, about vangile saying yeah <laughs> she's been looking at containers she also has got a weakness of 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 loving beautiful spaces so are you saying a container can be made as luxurious as possible because uh, that basic model works great but as for the yoga and retreat center we're talking about ain't gonna yeah. be that way i know that for sure so the cladding inside and outside can be customized and is yes. that a th is is that how 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 it goes yeah yeah most definitely mm. it, it, it all depends on the client's requirement okay ah. no, so the only difference between a container and a more brick and mortar structure yeah is the, the container itself and the insulation you know because mm. in, in a brick and mortar okay. it's brick and your plaster and paint right so it's insulation but your flooring your windows yeah. your doors the type of um fitting such as your lights your plaques yeah it's the same that you would have inside mm. a brick and mortar structure mm. i see and just i, I just want to touch on the insulation you guys can also insulate for cold and winter right i find yes. johannesburg extremely cold like what the hell but hey guys when you come from 40 degrees 25 degrees is always gonna feel like the height cold. of winter for you okay. right <laughs> so that's that's just an honest truth it's a 15 degree difference that is just destroying my soul <laughs> All yeah. that. but then um my other question was to ask about the orlando property because we are a property investing um podcast. podcast people are probably wondering how did that go tell us how much um if you're comfortable how much you rented for are your tenants happy how long have your tenants stayed because it's also about tenant uh retention so yeah. people are wondering, are tenants okay there or do they just go like, oh, this has been real and then they leave? Yeah. So, uh, well, since we've built the units, it, it actually have, uh, it has received a lot of positive feedback. We've actually completed the project two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Uh, so right now we've been busy marketing it, uh, yeah. getting tenants. We, they, we have received uh, viewings which okay. uh, a lot of people are very keen in actually yeah. staying in one. Okay. Nice. So, yeah, so each unit we are renting it out for 2.8. Yeah, um, that's what I heard. Fully catered. Yeah. There's a wow. thunderstorm in Johannesburg. I can hear it coming through from yes. one day. That's right. Yeah, yes. we are also having... Yeah, it's raining wow. and it's dark at the end. So, Wandila, where do you see smart living properties in the next five years? What sort of um, pie in the sky have you built about smart living properties? So, for us as uh, smart living properties in the next five years, I see us actually owning or building containerized apartments. Okay. Um, right. Of course, I uh, will start off in Joburg. And as I said, for us, in um, we're very passionate when it, come, when it comes to education. So yeah. we see ourselves building a lot of uh, facilities because um, okay. within the years we started, we've, we've done a couple of projects. And one thing that you've noticed is that in the villages, they still use pit latrines. 
Wish. And you find a lot of cases where kids would fall in in the pit and uh, treasure. Yeah. And yeah. for yeah. us, we 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 we, we, we want to help that in that space. So okay. we we've partnered with a few uh, NPOs. Okay. That we work with. Yeah. And that actually helps us to go to those schools and actually help them out. You know, so for us, mm. it's uh, next five years we see. Um, building a lot of ablution facilities in schools, um, okay. having our, um, containerized apartments in Joburg. Okay. And of course, the sky is the limit. Yeah, yes. I, I yeah, hear yeah. you. Because what we have right now, what COVID has highlighted as well, is the shortage of uh, medical facilities and places yes. for isolating people. And I like the fact that it's a fast model. You can put yep. it up you can take it up and go put it in the Eastern Cape where the second wave is ravaging. You can take yes. it up, put it in the Western Cape when the second wave yes. is in. So I'm, I'm really, really feeling like you, you, you've got your, yeah. you've got your eyes yeah. set on the right, yeah. on the right direction. To, to be honest, um, we have so many models, so many designs that we've done. And wow. as we speak about COVID-19, we we actually have a lot of we have designed isolation units using the shipping containers that can be rolled out. Um, wow! But now, so so what we do is that with the with the way we do our business, that we don't go to government and say we have a solution that can do yes. A, B, and C. We yes. always target corporates. Corporates yes. as part of your CSI. Don't yes. Need isolation units to your, to your hospital donate yeah. so for them so hence why we always partner up with mpos mm. yeah we partner mm. up with mpos so you know so for them it's like so as part of the csi they wouldn't give me the funds so i'll yeah. go to yes. corporate with the initiative and i'll say i mean we are in partnership with an mpo uh um if i can make a good um i'll make an example yeah. We partner up with the Nelson Mandela Foundation. So we'll go, yes. to, the, so we'll go to, to, to a corporate sales part of the CSI. Would you guys be willing to, to donate isolation units? Uh, so what Absolutely. you do is that you say, donate it to the NPO. And so mm -hmm, what yes. they do, the funds will go to the NPO. Of mm. course. NPO would give us the funds to build those things. So when you Absolutely. launch it, it's a Nelson Mandela Foundation initiative. It's not our mm. initiative. So we are just the implementer. Yes. So, so that is so genius. So we don't yeah. wait for business. We go and get business. And ah. with that, it actually, so by us doing that, uh, as, as I say, with CSI, a lot of corporates want to be accredited, you know, for PE scoring and all that. So by them donating yes. to an MPO, it makes it easier for them to get recognition and being associated with the foundation with the Nelson Mandela Foundation. It's yes. actually, you know, it, it, it gives them accreditation. Amazing. So yeah. then, so what Amazing. we do Thanks. so instead of yeah, so before you go to corporates, we go to the MPOs first. We speak to them because yes. so we have this model, we have this model, we have this model. Yes. We would like you guys to endorse our models. And yes. by you endorsing us. It's easy for us to go to corporates and selling it and find the money, yes. yeah, and not yes. as a and not as a smart living initiative, but as a Nelson Mandela initiative. Yes. Yeah, corporates yeah. are willing to jump for that because if I yes. go to corporate to them and say, "Please give me money, or please donate money to smart mm. living," you want to build units. They'll be like, "No, yeah. first procurement, 
We would yes. need to put in a database. You need to give us a document. <laughs> yeah. You need to go on tender. And I'm like, it's a lot oh, of work. Yep. You know the drill. Yep. You know the I know, drill. I, know I the just drill. love how you're about Eve. <laughs> Wandile, what I hear from oh you is God. I've embraced Eve. I'm trying to find the easiest way to do everything. Everything. That oh. is Eve. That right, right there for me, that is Eve. That spells Eve as to how you No, that is Eve. Yeah. 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 So Wandile, this has been such an incredible incredible way of putting it and i love the model i really love mm-hmm. and i really love how you how how you you have positioned yourself because mm-hmm. you know the impact that all of us need to make and if you are yeah. running a business that's not making an impact why are you even running it in the first yeah. place exactly, yeah. so um um, we 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 may have not asked all the questions that our our yeah. our property magicians are listening for, but you know yeah. I'm full. I I just feel like these Same. other conversations we're going to have them um else elsewhere. So yeah. I'm grateful. Same. Likewise. I am full. I do have one last question though. So Wandile, what is the starting cost of building one unit with you guys for our real estate investors that are thinking oh, yeah. I have a backyard and you know how our backyards is if I want a back room. I just want a room, a bathroom and a small little kitchenette. What, what is the starting cost that I'm looking at? So the starting cost for that, uh, you'll be looking at around about ninety-five to a hundred thousand, fully kitted, uh, okay. including fully uh, kitted okay. as well as fittings. Okay, that is incredible. That is wow. incredible, guys. Yeah. This is a no-brainer. <laughs> totally, this is just a no-brainer. Wow. So yeah. I- I'm totally full and I'm sure that people are so excited to hear this. Like, yeah. wow. So thank you so much, Wandile. Uh, we're ready to move on to the next segment of the show. Mizo, are you ready? Absolutely. Yes, I am. Thank you. Awesome. Let's do it. Let's do this. <gasps> on to the next segment of our show. Magical feedback from our hosts. Where our hosts share their three takeaways from today's episode. Okay, so wow, this is the part of the show where we give you guys our feedback, our takeaways from the show. So, Mizo, do you want me to start or should I start? No, please go ahead. Please go ahead because my head can't get around to my own takeaways. There's so many. First big, big takeaway was. Um, how Wandile is in real estate, but he has built a business within real estate that requires him to be a business person working with CSI departments, working with NPOs, and then himself in the middle. But it is so innovative in that he's not going to the CSI people, he's partnering with the people that needed most right yeah so and also just how he works with people he needs land the people that have the land he goes and he's like let's make this a win-win for five years i lease the land and then after that every 18 months you start to own one of one of the units it's mind-blowing blowing it's just the way he has structured his business model is so unique 
speak, but it's also so much about how does it provide a win-win for everybody, everybody. even for the corporates. CSI needs projects to invest in, NPOs yeah. need money, and they have certain things that they want to build and get done. So everybody here is winning. So winning. that for me is the incredible, is the takeaway, is that you can build a business that truly gives back to society. Yeah. And it's yeah. not, business is not just this thing where it's like there are winners and losers. It's losers. When yeah. win and we can do this even in property investing. And we can actually do that and make other people like, the um, old um, guy in uh, Soweto, in, right? In Soweto. In Orlando, yeah. Upra Steve, now we know his name. <laughs> he, can now, um, he can now be in another eight years or even nine years, leave something mm -hmm. for his kids. His kids that is generating Three income. Three units Absolutely. that are generating yeah. income every Imagine. month. Oprah Steve is a retiree who has been taught by an, by a 20-something-old how to build a legacy. Oh. So that, for me, that's such a good takeaway and the way he has positioned it. But here's the thing. Think about the business that one deal. I love the way he understands his business. He understands that he is repurposing. He is mm. recycling. He mm. is solving the issue of... Um, transporting empty containers back to the harbor or back mm -hmm. to a port to go and pick up some more materials. He is converting it into livable spaces or accommodation mm -hmm. projects or schooling projects. Mm -hmm. For me, that is when you have understood the impact that your business is going to make. He is mm -hmm. constantly going to have satisfaction in every Yes. He makes. Imagine if he were to build a fast model hospital. Mm. It could be up in less than three weeks and we yes. carry on and we carry on to the next province. So for me, he has understood impactful businesses and that's the businesses of the future, mm. isn't it? We really yes. need to be building things like that are like the recycle impact the environment differently, repurpose, give yes. affordable housing a chance, and then make a profit. Yes. Oh, I love that, Mizo. You, yeah, just, no. you just put it. Yeah. Um, and uh, business school, they called it the triple bottom line. It is the triple, so, right? So he's really, really mastered the triple bottom Gosh. line. This is incredible. It and is. then my other takeaway is just, apart from the speed of building. Yeah. Wandele just said it can cost anywhere from 95000 to to 100000 for a fully kitted one-bed room yeah. with a bachelor flat with like Bathrooms. a little kitchenette and a bathroom. Yeah. That is just mind-blowing. It is. So Mizo and I were just talking, guys, before we did the takeaways that wouldn't it be really cool if you had a yard... And then like every few months or every time you get a little bit of money, you just add another unit, you add another unit. So, and why is that even possible? Because shipping containers are seen as movable structures. So they're not yeah. even, you don't have to go through the rigmarole of, of municipalities. municipalities and everything. This is such 
it's a no-brainer. So for me, that was also the aha thing. It's like, it is. this is an affordable way for someone, say, in the village or someone in the location who has land but has no clue how to get started to just get started and create a monthly income with just one little container. Yeah, to start off absolutely. With. That is incredible. You know what I liked the most about the container model as well is that most of the work is done at the factory. Mm. So all the insulating, all the repurposing to cut out the, the, the windows and cut out the doors and do the fittings and whatever is done mm. at the factory. That means you've got this movable structure that comes to your house. It's almost fully fully built, right? And nice, all you need eh? is the plumber to connect you to the main of the municipality. And you can actually go off the grid if you like, because you can put solar panels. I've seen clinics that are yes. made in those containers. So for me, yes. I felt like that's a revolutionary thing to do, right? You when can you have on solar panels. You can. Oh, you can. this is genius. This is too genius, right? So I liked that. And there are all sorts of materials that you can use. You can make it however fancy you like. Mm -hmm. And there are things called uh, EPS. It's an insulation material. I mean, there's just yeah. so much learning in this particular podcast. We really, really loved it. Yeah. What's your number okay, two? So three. Number three. Yeah, my uh -huh. third takeaway is... The team, right? I'm thinking some of us is like, it's <laughs> like, oh my God, to get started with development and everything, I need this incredible team. I need a huge team on site yeah. and I need to know people. They go, they find the plumbers for you. They find yeah. whatever the basics are. But then, like you said, everything is coming already made. Boom. A month later, you've got a structure. And unlike every other structure, this structure is heat resistant. It is cyclone resistant, hurricane resistant. It's basically built to withstand everything. Everything. So it's just, yeah. again, like I see no reason. Like I feel like really shipping containers, the more that I think about it, I know now you're going to get even more like, wow, can you stop? <laughs> guys but like really shipping containers are for me like i can see it like i mean like the team issue is eliminated time is eliminated i can just rock up in south africa and be like okay i've got two months we've got the land let's make this happen let's make this happen yeah wow. you guys don't know my phone is full of pictures and all <laughs> sorts of youtube videos that vanille follows so she's been on the container trip since 2019 <laughs> so it is a what just happened i just muted myself um, my third takeaway is, um, oh, you know, when you know what you don't know, mm. how easier it is to learn. Yes. He says, I wish I had had a mentor. 
I mm. wish I had some training in business yes. and I wish I knew something about accounting and financing. Mm. And what, what he doesn't realize is the very fact that he knows the stuff that he needs to learn about yes. his business makes it so attractive because you know how to how to deal with a business like that and he's learning mm. as he goes but he yes. he didn't let that stop him from starting the business yes. isn't that yes. courageous it's beyond courage that is. that is for me exactly if mm. i had known what i do not know and just go for it all the same he said he even set up emails to become the <laughs> the admin the marketing and the ceo of the company that's genius right yeah. so for me i th- i believe what wandile was saying was start it anyway what yes. do you know you are an architect you know how to do structures mm. you know that the container will withstand mm. certain conditions he already knew his subject that yes. is the only important yes. thing he didn't need to be an accountant and he probably will exactly, never be exactly exactly love that oh i love that so love wow this was really great let's move on to the next segment let's do that now on to the journey to magical expansion where we ask our guests the same five questions we ask every guest so property magicians welcome to magical expansion as mm-hmm. usual i'm going to have mizo just kick off this segment of the show okay wendy here is the first question what book changed your life um it can be a business book it can be a self help book it can be any book it can even be a story book by the way if you read Yeah so to be honest the book that really inspired me uh it's rich dad poor dad mm, honestly i thought yeah is for it? me that book yeah it it, it the way it, it, the things you know it was done yeah wow. i've no words for it even if i had to read <laughs> it again i promise you i get yeah. goosebumps every time it really inspired me okay okay Cool. So that is incredible. So yeah. what keeps you inspired, Wandile? I guess for me that what keeps me is I, I'm very passionate about what I do. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm very passionate about what I do. So what keeps me inspired, I think it's 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 change. Mm. For me inspiration is all I yeah. it's, it's the change around us. Mm. Yeah. That's so, so powerful. Yeah. Mm, okay. And yeah, when change inspires you, you don't get too frightened. You just move no, with the flow, most right? Most yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, Wendy, before uh you even got to 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 put your models on paper, what do you wish you had known before embarking on on the smart living properties uh, journey? are there any regrets you have any thoughts about what what you wish you had known before honestly i wish um i knew more about business oh okay. you know, I, yeah so yeah. i wish i had a mentor who would teach me yeah. certain things 
apart from oh my gosh so a lot of things yeah. that i did um it was self taught mm, so i, I made I, i made a lot of mistakes i made mistakes at some point i felt that i regret the decision i've made but yeah. one thing yeah. the thing the thing about me is i mm. read a lot and what i discovered what i discover is whatever you go through in life it's meant to happen Okay. Never mistakes that you do. It was meant to happen. So if you lose money, you were meant to lose money for that <laughs> because for so, so for me failure I see it as an opportunity to grow. And absolutely. I prefer to fail rather mm. than you know rather than trying the first time and actually getting to positive. Yes, yeah. you know we all want to take our first try and pass immediately because it yes. helps us financially but yeah is, is we we don't grow but yes. when you fail you yes you would lose money but you grow mentally you, you actually become a much yeah. more stronger person absolutely being through it and you know how it feels yeah absolutely so yes. to, be, to, to be honest i have no regrets about yeah. everything i've done i've lost money but for me is whatever whatever money i lose i know i'll make up for it mm. 10 times yes I, I have yet that. to come across someone who has been successful who hasn't lost money, you know. Yeah, I was hoping exactly. I was hoping that you are so young maybe you haven't gotten to that stage yet but I appreciate what you say. Yeah. <laughs> It's all about risk. Yeah. It's very scary. You know that's yeah. why I was I, I was employed. I used to work. Yeah. And yeah. when I was retrenched so I, I I was working for 10 years straight. What? So, I I was I was one of those guys who you know the one thing I told myself was like man I'm too good at my job for a yeah. company to let me go I that would be crazy wow. you know I was that confident and when I got retrenched I felt your Christ felt the world was coming to me oh, wow. I see I was I in see. a dark space you know mm. but I had to pick myself up and that's where family came in and yeah. I picked myself up and I started the business. Yeah. And wow. to be honest, I feel that what happened was more of a blessing. Yes. Than you know, it was more of a blessing because it's like I found my purpose. I was yep. yes. in business. You know, when I was working. Mm. When I was working, I, you know, as I said, one thing I always tell people, you find I would come across a lot of people who would tell a person who's employed to and they'll be like why don't you start a business being employed you're not going to be rich and some people who are in business or uh, who's employed like why are you doing business you're not going to be successful but get a job and i'm like <laughs> we, we are all i'm like you know i wouldn't go to a person who's employed i'm like start your own business we all not tune the same mm. there are people who are business orientated and there are people who are meant to be professional you know if you're a doctor and you work at a hospital that's what you were meant to be You know, not all of us are meant to but, be in the same But thing. the truth is that not. one day you get retrenched. That's the exactly. problem. Is that exactly. like yeah, you are not tuned to be self-employed, but circumstances are such that you can't rely only on your job. You yes. have to find that other stream of income because so, things yeah. like this happen all the time. How many people will say that? And then I think the thing that I've seen with people that are employed is also that 
because you're so good at your job, that is the one skill that you have honed and it's your yes. only skill. And that then when you lose your job, That's people it. are like, but what other skill do I have? I don't have any other skill. And because then it becomes, they haven't found it. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I agree with you, but then I'm like, it's unfortunate that we live in a world where that changes. <laughs> have to allow yourself to find another stream of income some way, somehow because yeah, yes. of such uncertainties. But let me yes. tell you the change that, that the pandemic has, 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 has brought to our shores, guys. You just, you just cited a very good example. So you are a doctor, you were meant to work at the hospital or you are a nurse and you are 56 mm. and you've worked for 36 years as a nurse. Yeah. COVID suddenly hits. You've got two chronic diseases. You are working yes. in the COVID ward and you are over 55. Do you know what that means? That yeah. instantly makes you a high risk. That instantly means you are temporarily incapacitated for the job in that sure. ward. And remember, yeah. we used to, in the medical field, we used to have guaranteed job as opposed to jobs, as opposed to most people in different pro professions, right? But mm. yeah. the minute it's a matter of life and death, you're going to work. What does it mean? How many people sure. have had to stay home? There are people who have been home for like eight, nine months that yes. can't work oh. because that is the implication of being over 55 with chronic diseases and having to come across COVID positive patients. So it's a very, this very important so thing that you, intense. it is so, so, so important of how you pivot and how change has to inspire something else in you, you know? Yeah. This has been an incredible, how many teachers and inspectors who are over 55 have we lost to the COVID pandemic? That's exactly what it means, life and death. Your profession, it's not about not good at your job. It's not about that at all. It's just life mm. and death situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, so, it's been wow. intense. That is so intense. Wandile, yeah. uh, what do you believe you still need to learn in um, your field, especially around real estate or shipping containers or development? You know, for me, what I still need to, to, to learn, um, it's more on the finance for the business. Oh, okay. said, for me, by profession, I'm an architect. If you can ask me any yeah. yeah, I'll answer you just like that. Mm. Yeah. But once you start asking me certain, like, I'll make if you start asking me about accounting, mm. yeah, for the business, yeah. yeah, it's one thing, you know, I'm good with numbers, but now once you start asking me about the accounting and returns, and mm. yeah, to me, it starts being, you know, mm. it, yeah. It starts okay. being something else, you know. Isn't so I think that for me, mm. it's one of the things that I'm still learning till today. But one thing I've noticed yes. at the same time that in business, I can't learn everything. So yes. that's when I'll have an accountant. I'll yes. have a, a project manager. Yes. When I started the business, I started the business by myself. Yeah. I, yes. was the, I was the one doing invoices and quotations. I was the one who was doing mm. the marketing. I was the one who was running administration. I was the director mm. of the business. I was literally, you know, and, and, and it's so funny how I started the business. 
I used to have, so when I started the business, I created three email addresses. I created okay. info as Smart Land Properties. I created sales as Smart Land Properties. And I created uh, my, my direct one, one day. Yes. Okay. So when, so when an inquiry came through, it would, it would come through on inquiries. So I'll be, so when it came through on inquiries, I'll be the admin, right? Oh I'll my respond. So I, I would respond, yeah. So yeah. I'll respond, I'll respond to the admin to say, to say thank you for your inquiry. Uh, what we'll do is that I will get, uh, I'll forward your inquiry to our sales department, which they'll contact you. Then what I do, oh my I go to my sales. I'm like, hi, I'm sales. <laughs> I got your inquiry from admin. Uh, how can I assist you? <laughs> then you talk, you talk. I give you a quotation. After giving you the quotation, then me, one dealer as a director, I call oh. you. I'm like, hi, yeah. this is one dealer. Uh, oh uh, my God. We got your inquiry. <laughs> I would like to thank you for for giving for giving us your business. So that's how it all started. <laughs> you didn't have you didn't hire anyone to do that. No. I was three people at once. I was admin. I was sales. Yo, guys, I could that would be so stressful. <laughs> no, but because for, for me, when I started, I didn't have the capital to hire an admin. I didn't have the capital to do the sales. You yeah. know, so I'm like, let me start here. Once I get my first two three projects. Then we can look into getting those people. But that's but yeah, genius. That's, yes. that's, where, that's where it all started. Yeah. No, that no, but is also, amazing. it's such a good thing to know what you don't know so that you can get the right person yeah. to do what you can yeah. do for yourself. Yes, I'm, I'm, I I'm the same one deal. I tell yeah. everyone, I tell Vangile every day that Excel sheet and financing, la lela. I didn't fail it at medical school. It was not there. That course, uh, uh, I would have passed it. If it was there, I'm sure I would have seen it. No. So, I, so just, I like that. I love that. Like, and now you, you have the people that fill those spots, right, Wandile? Oh. I think yes. that's so, yes. so important. It's like, I think what I'm hearing from you is that you recognize from the start of your business that you needed all those people. Yeah. It took me so, a while to figure it out because I would try to do everything on my own and it held me up for years until I was like, no man, people need to be slotted into various departments, departments in the business yeah. so yeah. that I don't have to be responsible for things. Yeah. Yes, yeah, same, same as marketing. I would create the posters. I would load them on social media. Oh. I would, yeah, I would do everything. So, and to be honest, I'm glad I did that because when when I get someone, you know, I'll make a good mm -hmm. example. So, if I get I, a salesperson, I've yeah. done the sales. Yeah, I've tried it and I fine tuned it because in the beginning it was a bad draft. You know, some yeah. deals I've lost because there's certain things I didn't say right. So I know yes. on how to tackle it. So whenever I get a salesperson and they're telling me there's no orders, I can already yes. pick up there's something wrong they're doing. Yes. Because yes. I fine-tuned it. Same with yes. admin. I had to go through that to know, okay, this, this works. This doesn't work. This works. Same as, you know, even creating the poster. I'm not a graphic designer, but I had to learn mm. on how to do it. Mm. I found platforms. I had to learn how to design a poster. You know, I yeah. can do it today, you know, for, for, for there and there. 
Yes. No, but I've got a dedicated person who actually does that for us now. Yeah, yeah it's also how I learned uh, web designing. I don't like coding at all, but I learned how to design websites. My first website was a hot mess. I can't believe I even used that website until, <laughs> and it worked. I went on TV and proudly referred people to my website. I had designed it myself horribly i'm horrible at design and all these things but i went i learned and then eventually um i got people to start doing that professionally but you do what you need to do to that was to get where you need to go you that know was, I, I actually started my first business when i was 23 years old i wow. designed my own website it was a hot <laughs> mess but i i loved it even still today i still look at it and I'm like, yeah, this is where I start. This is where I started, <laughs> and this is where I am now. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I like that. I like all of that. I like all of that, and I I love the authenticity of how how businesses begin. So, Wandile, what is your go-to resource? Do you read a lot of books? What kind? What podcast or YouTube video do you do you listen to for whatever for your inspiration or anything that you would love to share with our listeners? Um, you know, I yeah. I would say Pinterest was and one of the. Hmm. No, Misa, you're fine. <laughs> Wandile was just responding. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Wanile. Continue. Yes. Yeah. No. Um, Pinterest was one of my favorite uh, platforms mm. where I get inspiration from. So that's where I started. But uh, do you follow getting... any particular accounts on Pinterest? I'm on Pinterest, and I I yeah. use Pinterest no, I a lot. No, I don't actually. I just go and just have a look at a few things. <laughs> you know. But I think. Uh, for a certain period, or oh, I've been I've been very busy, so mm -hmm. for a while I haven't been following up on on just catching up on Pinterest and all that stuff because mm -hmm. we, we get so many inquiries. I speak to my sales team a lot, and I'm always on the road, you know, mm -hmm. making sure that projects are done accordingly and stuff like that. But 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 for me, Pinterest was the one, and. YouTube used to be as well, but I said, I think, you know, I'm at a point where for me, time is everything. You know, we were brought up to say that, you know, you need to make money, money. But once you, once you start growing up, you figure out that time is actually, time is priceless. Yeah. You know, so yeah, for me, hence why most of the time I'm always, I'm, I, I get so hectic and find out, I, even, I was even speaking to one of my, one of my friends to say that, when I was employed, I wasn't as busy as I am now. I'm so busy, you wouldn't say that this person used to work. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> wow, wow. No, that's powerful. So you just have to use your time. Um, so you just value your time and because you want to use it efficiently as opposed to going yeah. everywhere. No, I get that. Yes, I okay. get a lot of meeting requests. Even sometimes I tell people that I can't meet you because there's, no. there's a lot of people like, I want to meet you, I have an idea. Let's do partnership, ah. let's work together. Ooh, that let's was my first thing in I'm life. Like, oh. Cancel meeting requests. 
I was like, I say to people, can you send it to me in an email? I've had to learn to do that because I real I used to be like, yeah, coffee dates, all this. And then now I'm just like, can you tell me what you want in an email? And then I will decide if it works. Warrants a virtual meeting or if ever it warrants a personal meeting. Yes. Most times it just warrants an email response. Yes. Not a meeting. It, and people don't meetings. understand how time-consuming meetings are because you have to get dressed, get ready. You're not wearing just whatever that you wear at home. You yes. get ready, you get in your car, you use your fuel, you go to a coffee shop, you spend money on coffee, then, you, then you're hungry, then you're spending money on and lunch and yeah. dinner then you need to go back drive back home you're stuck in traffic yeah meetings are a lot yeah. guys i i used oh. to love meetings when i started because to me it's like, ah, meeting that's where the money is but as time <laughs> went on i'm like honestly meetings is there's some meet, I, I haven't told one i even I, I, I was i was once in a meeting and i told these guys before i said that i'm like listen this meeting needs to be a constructive meeting I'm yeah. tired of being in meetings where we are just talking. Yeah. One, mm. When we talk, we must talk something that goes forward. You know, because in meetings, you oh. sit, you plan, you plan. Like, that's all you do. You just sit and just talk. And I'm like, guys, I'm know. tired of talking. It's time to yeah. start working. Hence yeah. why I don't like meetings. As I, hence why I don't like meetings anymore. Because I feel like, exactly. you know, sitting and talking. You can, if you want to plan, call me. You can do a Zoom meeting. You send me an email. Then if mm-hmm. it's a meeting we need, then it, 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 must, it must be worth me coming and driving to actually sit down. Yeah. I don't even do Zoom meetings anymore. Like, you know, I have clients, corporate clients that have never seen my face, but they have they are constant clients that pay me money every single week. They've never heard my voice. They've never seen my face. They yeah. just know what I sound like on email. They've just read my yeah. words. I've delivered. <laughs> you've read my words. Why do you need to see me and talk to me to, to pay oh. me my money? You're happy that I deliver? I happy that you, I'm happy that you pay. Let's keep it like that. I have many corporate clients like that. Yeah. I've never, so I really no longer understand even the purpose of a virtual meeting. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, are, we are zoomed out. Yeah. Oh, guys, no. Uh-oh. It's a yeah. lot. So, anyway. Mm. Wandile, how do people contact you? I know people are ready to work with you after this and they maybe want to have a conversation. How do they get hold of you? Um, so they can give us a call on our landline, which is 010-023-2339. Um, alternatively, they can just drop us an email on uh, info at property.co.za or visit our website at www.smartwingproperties.co.za. Uh, we are on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn as well. So we usually uh, post a lot of our work on social media, but for inquiries, they can just drop us an email. Um, they can uh, send an inquiry via the, the website, or they can give us a call most definitely. Okay. And please so, don't ask for a beating, guys. Yes. Don't ask for a beating. <laughs> Can yes, we yes. ask? Um, <laughs> we have a lot of listeners from Lesotho and Botswana, and this yeah. is pretty. We're pretty near Lesotho and Botswana. Do you guys do business? Can you ship containers to Lesotho and Botswana for our listeners that are listening in and feel like they want this as They're well? They're interested. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yes, most definitely we can. Okay. So well, one of our things that we we actually were looking to open up a branch in Botswana. 
Yeah. Uh, but yes. now with uh, COVID, um, so and importing and exporting has been a challenge for us. But okay. one of our thing is that yeah, so containers can be can be sent out to other regions. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. This is awesome. This has wow. been such an incredible podcast. Wandile, thank yeah. you for trusting us and meeting you on Facebook. And I know everyone thinks Facebook is so old, but that's how I <laughs> met you. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is my favorite, favorite platform. Mm. So thank you so much for honoring the appointment and thank you for saying yes and for generously giving so much of your time. May your business last for a hundred plus years. Thank you. Yes. Well, much appreciated. And uh, I'd like I to agree. thank you ladies for the opportunity. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Today, yeah. Thank you so much, Wandile. Thank you, Mizo. Thank you, Property Magicians, for always tuning in. And just before we say goodbye, I want to remind you guys, although we'll put it as well in the intro, we are now on Spotify and iTunes. Follow us oh, yes. on iTunes. Drop us a review, particularly on iTunes, um, yeah. so that <laughs> more people can find us. Thank you. And we'll see you guys again next week. Thank you for listening, Property Magicians. My name is Vangile Makwakwa and I am your host on the show. I help people heal their ancestral money stories so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, become financially free and live their best lives. So if you would love to increase your income or you'd love to pay off your debts and increase your savings, contact me. You can contact me on the Wealthy Money website at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy-money.com. Or you can email me at vangile at wealthy-money.com. Again, vangile at wealthy-money.com. Find me on Facebook on the Wealthy Money group or on the Wealthy Money page or find me on Twitter and Instagram as vangile makwakwa. Now over to my co-host. Thank you for listening. I am Dr. Miranda Prop Doc, Doc Mum on all the social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm the host of Property Magicians Podcast and I'm a property mentor. I mentor newbie property investors to help them to begin and to take action. Your journey into property investment begins with me from property registration, from property company registration to picking the correct strategy that suits where you are at. Find me on my inbox at miranda at wealthy-money.com. Again, inbox me at miranda at wealthy-money.com if you want me to help you start your property journey.